0: In this episode, we're going to look at how to identify MAC and IP addresses. I'll show you how to do it and have a discussion of the concepts on the way. This activity is optimized for viewing protocol data units. The devices are already configured. We're going to gather PDU information in simulation mode and answer a series of questions about the data we collect. We'll look at gathering PDU information for local network communication gathering PDU information for remote network communications. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the KevTechify nation. This episode is part of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at KevTechify. Let's get this adventure started. Identify Mac and IP addresses. I have the lab opened up here. On the left side I have the normal packet tracer window. It's got our topology and that's where we'll be looking up all of our information. On the right side I have the activities windows opened up. Bottom right is the packet tracer activity window that's normally there and the upper right is a word document of that packet tracer activity window on the bottom. What the word document does it allows us to answer the questions and and save those answers in the word document here we have our packet tracer we're going to gather some pdu information for local network communication and remote network communication this is this activity is optimized for viewing pdus so we're going to look at the actual pdus the protocol data units to see how we go about this network communication Part one, part one is gather PDU information for local network communication. Look at the note right here. Review the reflection questions in part three before you proceed with part one. It'll give you an idea of the type of information you'll need to gather PDU information as the packet travels from 172.16.31.5 to 172.16.31.2. Right in here, bottom right is the first IP address, 172.16.31.5, and here is the second address, 172.16.31.2. It'll go up here to the switch, through the hub, and then back down to that PC. Quickly scroll down to part three here. Here in part three, we have 20 different questions. I suggest you take a minute to review those, look at them, I already have. I'm not going to spend a lot of time going over them right now, but go ahead and look for, and see what type of information you're, you're going to be asked to fill in here at the end of the lab. Okay, part one. Step A, click, click the PC 172.16.31.5. That's this PC right here. I'm going to go ahead and click on it. opens up our configuration window and open the command prompt. The command prompt here is in the desktop tab. Go ahead and click on the desktop tab. I slide it over a little bit and we're opening up the command prompt. Go ahead and click on the command prompt window. Here's our command prompt. Enter ping.172.16.31.2 P-N-I-G space 172.16.31.2 Go through. It sends a ping. Once again, remember the ping is part of the ICM protocol. Ping consists of actually two parts. The first part is the echo request. The device you're sitting at when you type in ping is going to send out a request to that FAR IP address. That FAR IP address is going to get it, process it, and then they're going to send back an echo reply. So it's a two-step process. You're going to request, um, do an echo request. The FAR computer is going to get it, process it, and then send back an echo reply. Step C, switch to simulation mode and repeat the ping, 172.16.31. command. A PDU appears next to 172.16.31.5. First thing I ask us to do is switch to simulation mode. Simulation mode is down here in the bottom right corner of the normal packet tracer window. We have real time, we have simulation. Go ahead and click on simulation. And they would like us to repeat the ping. I am going to slide down a little bit so we can see what's happening. Repeat the ping, up arrow is your friend, it repeats the last command. Go ahead, get that command there, and I hit enter. As soon as I hit enter, it has now generated a PDU, a protocol data unit. And that is just identifying a piece of data at a certain point or a certain layer of the OSI model. Here, the PDU is represented by an envelope. Mine happens to be a dark yellow, almost a gold color. Yours is probably going to be a different color. The color doesn't matter, but it's an envelope here associated with this. And that's the second part of C. A PDU appears next to 172.16.31.5. That's what we have right there. D. click the PDU and note the following information from the OSI model and the outbound PDU layer tabs. What I'm going to do is click that envelope right there. Opens up a window. This window is our PDU information. We have two tabs here. We have the OSI model tab. We have the outbound PDU details tab. Now looking at these tabs, they're asking us to identify the destination and source MAC address, the destina- or source and destination IP address, and then what device are we at. I'm gonna stay on the OSI model here tab for a second and show you where we can find this information. Destination MAC address. If we look here, once again on the OSI model tab, on the outlayers portion of the table, we can see layer two, the ethernet two header right here. Destination MAC address. And how you can read this is, this is where it's coming from, this is where it's going to. This first part is the source, second part is the destination. This here is the destination IP address. Ends in 1DA7. And that's what over here in our Word document, that's what it says. Our source MAC address is the first part of that. Ends in .C788. That's what it says in our Word document. Then it asks for a source and destination IP address. Once again, it's still on the OSI model tab, the outbound layers. We can look at the layer three. Layer three is an IP address. Up here in our header, it says the source address is 172.16.31.5. Where is it coming to? That's what the, sorry, where is it coming from? That's what the word document says is dot 31.5 and then if we continue following through our destination ip address is 172.16.31.2 that's what the word document is, is 172.16.31.2 last piece of information they want us to identify is what device are we at so what device is this pdu actually at at this point in time here on the osi model tab it says at device right below it. First line is we're at device 172.16.31.5. That's what we're at. So we have these five pieces of information that we can identify. Now I'm gonna go and click on the outbound PDU details. The outbound PDU details, this is what the, those actual Ethernet two frame headers look like. This is what the IP packet headers look like. And I will show you where we can find the same information looking at our headers first thing we're looking for is the destination mac address we start up here with our ethernet 2 frame our layer 2 frame we start with a preamble then we come in another piece of information third piece of information is our destination address because this is an ethernet layer 2 we have mac addresses and here's our mac address once again ending in 1da7 that's what our word document shows us 1da7 We want the source MAC address. Continue reading our Ethernet 2 frame header, starting across, get to the end of the row. We go down to the next line. Right here is our source address, our source MAC address ending in C788, just like what the word document says. So we're able to find both of the source and destination and source MAC addresses. Now they're looking for source and destination IP addresses. Well, it's not in the ethernet frame 2 header we have to go to the layer 3 the IP packet header at layer 3 looking through here we have version we're using IP version 4 coming in through here different pieces of information we have our time to live how many devices can it go through before this packet is deleted coming through and then finally we get down here to the source IP address our source IP address is 172.16.31.5 here in the word document that's exactly what we have now we're asking for the destination IP address continue looking after the source IP address here's our destination IP address destination IP address of 172.16.31.2 our word document has the dot looking at these outbound PDU details the the Ethernet frame header the IP packet header doesn't necessarily tell us what device we are at. We can't get that information on what device we are at, but what we can do, and this is where we have to use the OSI model. It says, what device are we at? And so two different ways to get this information, one from the OSI model tab, the other from the outbound PDU details tab. On to step E, click forward, or click capture slash forward, the right arrow followed by the vertical bar to move the PDU to the next device. Gather the same information from step 1D. Repeat this process until the PDU reaches its destination. Record the PDU information you gathered in in the spreadsheet below. Make sure you start at PC 172.16.31.5 with your information. Coming back here to the main packet tracer window i'm going to go ahead and close the pdu information device and what they're talking about is using this navigation tool down here the one going to the right this is the capture forward if i push that watch the packet watch that pdu packet go from the pc to the next device which is the switch i'm going to go ahead and push that now we're at that device and i can i can click on that pull up the information and I can get the information we just went through at, um, we can get the information we just went through previously. Now if you do go past your device and you have to go back, because we have to make sure we start at 172.16.31.5, we have to start at this PC, we can actually use the back button and it'll step backward once. And notice how the PDU bounced back to that starting address. Let's go ahead, fill out our sheet right here. I'm going to click on the PDU while we're at this device. And so it reads, we are at device. and We can go ahead and fill that in 172.16.31.5. Next thing we have to find is our destination MAC address. Our destination MAC address, we can come over here, look at our PDU information. I'm on the OSI model tab. Here we can look at our layer 2 and our source going to our destination. Now this could be a little confusing to read, especially if you're familiar with it. What I suggest is looking at the outbound PDU details. Here we can see our Ethernet Ethernet 2 frame header. We start with a preamble and then we have our destination MAC address. This is our destination MAC address. It's nice and clearly labeled at this point. So I'm gonna go ahead and fill in our chart here 00c dot 85cc.1da7. Our source MAC address. If we continue reading over here, our frame header after our destination, we now have our source MAC address. Our source MAC address is 00 D oh, D0 dot. D311.c788. That gives us our destination or our source address. Next field we're asking for is our source IP address. We can't get that from our layer two Ethernet header. What we can get it from is our layer three IP packet header. Looking through here, we have some information, information coming down here. And here is our source IP address. Our source IP address is 172.16. 31.5. Our destination IP address, next field down, is 172.16.31.2. We've filled in our chart. We can go ahead and close the PDU information window and we can click next. And when I click next, notice how our PDU travels from our PC onto the next device. So we travel from the PC to the switch. That is our next device. At this point in time, we can go ahead and click on the PDU win, or PDU packet, and we can get our information. First piece of information we're looking for is what device we are at. We are currently at Switch 1 is our device. Our destination MAC address, once again, I would suggest looking at the outbound PDU. Our destination MAC address is right there from our Ethernet 2 frame header. It is 000c dot e5 cc dot 1d a7 our source Mac address is the next field in our Ethernet frame header. it is zero zero d zero dot d311 dot c788. We can get our source and destination IP address, not from the frame header our layer two frame header, but we can get it from the layer three IP packet header. Looking through here, we we pass up all the beginning information. We get down to the source IP address. Source IP address is 172.16.31.5. And our destination IP address is the next field right there. 172.16.31.2. We filled in our chart. We can go ahead and close the PDU information window. And we can forward it on and capture the next packet. When I click on it, the PDU is going to move from switch one down to the hub. Once it's there, I can go ahead and click on the PDU. opens up our information. Looking at this, we are now at the device hub i'm going to switch over to the outbound pdu statistics looking at our layer 2 ethernet frame header we can get our destination mac address which is right there which is 000c.85cc.1da7 source mac address is the next field which is right here source Back address is 00D0.D311.C788. We can continue looking up our source IP address. We have to switch down to the layer three IP packet header. Starting off, looking at the beginning information, getting down to our source IP address. Our source IP address is right there, 172.16.31.5. And our destination IP address, which is the next field right here. It is 172.16.31.2. We filled in our chart. I can go ahead and close the PDU information there. And click forward one more time. Forward comes down to our destination. It comes down to our destination. At that point in time, I can go ahead and click it. Notice the hub sent out two copies of that one to the correct destination and one to an ip address that it wasn't looking for so what that device is is going to basically delete it at that point in time and ignore it but this is the one over here our destination 172.16.31.2 that reaches our final destination we can go ahead and click on that pdu opens up the information we are at device 172.16.31.2 Our destination MAC address, once again I am going to click on the outbound PDU Our destination MAC address is right here 00D0.D311.C788 Our source MAC address is the next field Go ahead and fill that in our chart, 000c.85cc.1da7. We can also get our source and destination IP address by changing down to the layer three IP packet header. We look at our beginning information, then we come to our source IP address. Our source IP address is 172.16.31.2, and Our destination IP address is 172.16.31.5. We have filled in our table. Now, notice what happened. I'm going to back up our PDU. So we start at our first device where we're starting the ping. We have set our destination and source MAC address. We have also set our source and destination IP version 4 address. This is looking at our data. Now, once again, remember, this is for a device on our local network. All we have to do is go up to the switch, down to the hub, into our PC. And every time we step through a new device, we go from the PC, we go to the switch. The MAC addresses, the IP addresses, they all stayed the same right there. Then we go from the switch to the hub, and those addresses all stayed the same so all of those stayed the same then we go to our final destination we finally reach it at this device and we notice right here our source and our mac addresses sorry our source and destination mac addresses they've switched same thing with our ip version 4 addresses they have switched our source went to the destination destination went to the source What happened here is the device 172.16.31.2, it received it in, it processed it, it received in that echo request, that first part of the ping, processed it, and because it was an echo request, they're giving an echo reply, they're processing it. And now that echo reply is coming from the destination to that starting PC, and so your MAC addresses, and your IP addresses, they change places. The source becomes the destination and the destination becomes the source. Step two, gather additional PDU information from other pings. They want us to ping .31 to .31.2 from .31.3. And they want us to ping .31.4 from .31.5. First one we'll look at is pinging 172.16.31.2 from 172.16.31.3 i'm going to come down here i am going to click on reset the simulation to reset it and then i'm going to click on because click on the from ip address 130 or sorry dot 31.3 that's this one right here i'm going to go ahead and click on it I am then going to go into the desktop, open up my command prompt and type ping p-i-n-g, space and then 172.16.31.2, going to go and it starts over here. I'm going to minimize our command prompt on the PC and we notice we now have a PDU that is next to the PC we started. Once again, mine is a dark purple, yours is most likely going to be another color. At this point in time, I can go ahead and click on this PDU. Opens up the PDU information, and I can start filling in the chart. First thing: What device are we at? We are currently at 172.16.31.3. That's the device we're starting at. We have it. Not um, there's no inbound information because that's where this is starting. Click on the outbound PDU tab. And notice there is no destination MAC address. There is no source MAC address at this point in time. What we actually have to do is click on it one more time. If we click on it one more time and open it up again, we now have our Ethernet 2 header. It had to go through the R process to get that, but we have our Ethernet 2 frame header. And we can continue filling in our chart. Our destination MAC address is right here. Zero 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 c dot eighty five cc dot one d a seven source mac address is the next field right here source mac address is zero zero six zero dot seven zero three six dot two eight four nine We can get our IP version four addresses by switching down to the layer three IP packet header. We have our starting information that leads us into our source IP address. Our source IP address is 172.16.31.3. And then our destination address is the next field. This is the address we are pinging, which is 172.13.31.2. We filled in our chart. I'm going to go ahead and close the PDU information window and forward the packet on to the next device. Packet now goes up to the hub. I can go ahead and click on the PDU up there to look at the information. We are at device hub here. We can then look at the outbound PDU details. We can look at the layer two Ethernet frame header to get our MAC addresses. Here's our destination MAC address zero 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 C dot eight five C C dot one DA seven Our source Mac address is the next field right here our source Mac address that is zero zero six zero dot seven zero three six dot two eight four nine Next fields we're looking for is the IP version four, source and destination. We can change from our layer two ethernet frame header. We can go down to the layer three IP packet header, and that's where we can get our IP address information. Once again, we start off with some information here that takes us down to our source IP address. Our source IP address is 172.16.31.3. And our destination IP address is the next field again. It is 172.16.31.2. 172.16.31.2. We filled in our information. We can go ahead and close out the PDU information tab and forward it on. Notice it forwards it up to the switch. The switch doesn't isn't able to locate that destination IP address, but it also forwarded it out the other port connected to the actual destination. And so right now our PDU is at which is our destination. And if we look at the outbound stats, we can see our destination MAC address right there. 0060.7036.2849. Our source MAC address is the next field right there. Our source is 000c.85cc.1da7. And of course, now that we, we change to our layer three IP packet header, we can get our source and destination IP address. Once again, it's found right here. Our source IP address is 172.16.31.2. And our destination IP address is the next field right there which is 172.16.31.3 and we reached our destination and notice we went through the hub the hub doesn't break up a network the hub doesn't connect multiple networks it's all on the same network and so the destination MAC address, source MAC address, they don't change through this whole process because we're not changing networks. We're not going through devices that have network interface cards in them. And the source and destination IP addresses, they stay the same. Last thing they ask us to do, I'm gonna reset our simulation. They ask us to ping .31.4 from .31.5. Right here is .31.5. I'm gonna go ahead and click on it and they want us to ping 172.16.31.4. I'm going to go ahead, hit enter. Got to spell ping correctly. There we go, and the process starts. Notice once again, we have the PDU here at we We're going to go to .31.4, which is up through the switch and back down. When we look at the PDU right where we're starting, says we are at device 172.16.31.5 our destination mac address at this point in time we don't know, we don't know it right now cuz we haven't pinged it and so what we have to do is go one more step it's going to look and do an address resolution lookup to map that ip address to the mac address if we open up the pdu information one more time and click on the outbound pdus we can see we now have that layer two frame header in there with our destination and source mac address our destination mac address is right here that is 000c dot cf0b bc80 our source mac address is the next field that add information is right here Source MAC address is 00D0.D311.C788. We now can go and find our source destination IP addresses. We switch to the layer 3 IP packet header. We have some information to begin with before we get down to our source IP address. Our source IP address is 172.13.16.5. Our destination address is the next field right here which is the field we are pinging that destination ip address is 172.16.31.4 and we filled that in so we can go ahead and close our pdu information window we can forward the packet goes from our pc to switch one once it arrives at switch one we can go ahead and click on the pdu and we can fill in the next line in the chart. We are currently at switch 1. I'm going to switch to the Outbound PDU details again. Here is our destination MAC address and our layer 2 Ethernet frame header. 000C. CF0B. EC80 our dest or sorry, that was our destination MAC address. Our source MAC address is the next field. Once again, right here, our source MAC address is 00D0.D311.C788. And what we have to find next is our layer three IP addresses. Change down to our layer three IP packet header field. We have our leading information right here is our source. IP address, our source IP address is 172.16.31.5, and our destination IP address is the next field right here. Our destination IP address is 172.16.31.4. I have all the information recorded in the table. I can go ahead and close the PDU information window, and we can forward the packet on by clicking our little forward capture button right here. It goes from switch one down to the destination of 172.16.31.4. Once it receives it there, I can go ahead and click on the PDU, opens up the information, and we can start filling in our chart. We are at device 172.16.31.4. 172.16.31.4. Our destination MAC address, and once again, I'm gonna change to the outbound PDU details. Our destination MAC address is right here. Zero zero D zero D three eleven. C seven eight eight. Our source Mac address, the device that's coming from this layer two Ethernet frame zero 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 C. Dot zero B. Dot DC eight zero. And of course, we can get our layer 3 IP version 4 addresses. We change down to the layer 3 IP version 4 packet header. Here's our source IP address, 172.16.31.4. And our destination IP address, which is the next frame, 170, or not the next frame, the next field, 172.16.31.5. Once again, I'm going to go ahead and close the PDU information window. When we go from this PC, I'm going to back it up here. We start at our .31.5 PC. We start there. We go up to the switch. The switch does not connect multiple networks. The switch only connects all the devices up on the LAN. And so we don't have to change any of our MAC addresses. We don't change our IP addresses. Remember, Layer 2 MAC addresses, they're concerned about getting data from one network interface to another network interface, one NIC to another NIC. That's what it's concerned about. IP version four addresses, they're concerned with the start and the end, no matter if they go through one network or a hundred networks, those two layer 3 ip addresses they're going to stay the same that source ip address that destination ip address is going to change meanwhile the layer 2 addresses are going to change as they go from network interface to network interface as they go from pc to router router to router router to router and finally router to pc and that's what we see in these last two examples that because they're all on the same network the destination and source mac addresses never change until we get to our destination and they make the reply. Our source IP addresses and destination MAC addresses, they never change until we start making the reply. Same thing with the second example. The MAC addresses, they all stay the same until it reaches the destination. It makes a reply and starts sending it back. And our IP addresses, they don't change either as we go through the entire process. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at KevTechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Last step they have us do in part one is return to real-time mode. Once again, that's down here in the bottom right corner of the main Cisco Packet Tracer window. Go ahead and change from simulation to real-time. Those are our simulation window there. Now, what we're going to do is look at getting PDU information for a remote network communication. First part, part one, was all on the same network. We didn't go through any routers to change networks. We just went through a switch. We went through a hub. Those don't change networks. And so those MAC addresses, those IP addresses never change. But now we're going to go from one network to another network. Step one, gather PDU information as the packet travels from 172.16.31.5 to 10.10.10.2. We're going to start here at the bottom right PC. We're going to ping the far left laptop, 10.10.10.2. The ping is going to go from this PC to Switch 1 up to the router here. Then it's gonna go from the router to switch zero to the access point and then finally to its destination of 10.10.10.2, that laptop. Step A, click 31.5, open up the command prompt. Still open from part one, gonna hit enter a couple times to give us some clear working area. Ping, so P-I-N-G space 10.10.10. Dot two. Goes ahead. It thinks about it. First one timed out. The reason the first one timed out is it had to go through a number of art processes and figure out how do I reach my destination. By the time it did that, it timed out the first ping. When When you do ping from a Windows box, it typically sends out four pings and it waits for... It sends off four echo requests, send, waits for four echo to reply. If I would do this a second time, because all these devices looked up and have, have all the IP address to MAC address mapping, I'm just going to hit up arrow, do the same ping. Notice that it's going to work four out of four times. Switch to simulation mode and repeat the ping. Once again, in our main packet tracer window down here, we're going to change from real time to simulation. Go ahead and click on simulation. Opens up our simulation panel. Repeat the ping. I'm going to click on 172.16.31.5. And I'm going to repeat the ping. Once again, up arrow is your friend. Go ahead and hit up arrow once. So you have ping 10.10.10.2. Go ahead and hit enter. And right now it is, starting the step-by-step process that we can go through and analyze this. When we did that, we have a PDU that, that appeared right here. That's this green envelope. Your envelope could be a different color. I've seen the rainbow of colors out there. This one just happens to be a light lime green. That appears there because we're starting the process and we're still there. Click the PDU and note the following information on the outbound PDU layer tab. I'm going to go ahead and click the information here. I'm going to slide it over a little bit. Destination MAC address. Once again, they said be on the outbound PDU layer tab. Destination MAC address we can get from our layer 2 Ethernet frame header. Right here ends in 741A. That's what we have in our Word document. Source MAC address, once again, we can get from our layer two frame header. It's the field right after the destination MAC address. Here is the source MAC address. Ends in C788, that's exactly what we have in our Word document. Now, identify our source IP address. Over here, we have to change from our layer two Ethernet frame header, we have to go to layer three because IP address is layer three. Right here is our layer three IP packet header. We have some information here at the beginning of the header, but we get down to our source IP address. Our source IP address is 172.16.31.5. Once again, right here, .31.5 matches it. The next field in our IP packet header is what device are we sending this echo request to 10.10.10.2 that's what it says right here and to get to get the answer to what device are we at i go back and i click on the osi model first line right down there says we are at 172.16.31.5 that's the address we have right here what device has the destination mac address that is shown This is the destination MAC address that is showing right here ends in 741A. What we can do is mouse over each one of these devices. And if you look in that pop-up window, the far right column is those MAC addresses. And a lot of times, if you just look for the last part of the MAC address, you can easily sort through stuff. Once you find a match to that last part, compare the whole MAC address. Right there, I don't see anything that ends in 741A. I mouse over the next PC here. Pop-up window comes, looking at the far right column. I don't see any 741A in there. I go over here to the dot 31.3 computer. Pop-up window appears looking at the right right column. I don't see a 741A. Mousing over the last PC right there, looking at the MAC address column. I still don't see a 741A, so it's not one of these PCs. Going over the hub, hub doesn't have any MAC addresses assigned to it, so that can't be it. The switch has a number of MAC addresses assigned to it, none of them end in 741A. And so I'm going continue going up the tree. I'm going to mouse over router one. When I mouse over router one, I look at the MAC addresses. Oh, look at that. The fast ethernet 10, look at that MAC address ends in 7410. Is it a complete match? 00d0. Zero zero zero, that matches. ba8e that matches 741a that matches. Now, getting back to that question, what device has the destination MAC address that's shown? That device here is our router. The router has that MAC address. On to part C. Click the capture forward button the right arrow followed by the vertical bar that's the forward button we've been clicking the whole time to move the PDU to the next device. Gather the same information from step 1D. They want the at device, the destination MAC address, source MAC address, source IP version 4 address destination IP version 4 address for every device along the way till it reaches the destination once again we are starting at the dot pc and it's going to go up to switch one to router to switch zero to the access point finally to the, the laptop that has the met or the IP address. Record the PDU information you gathered pinging from 172.31.5 to 10.10.10.2 into the spreadsheet using using the format below. Okay, we are starting at our PC. We have our PDU that appeared there. I'm going to open up the PDU information. We are at device, and once again, I can get that right on the OSI model tab. We are at device 172.16.31.5 our destination mac address i'm going to switch to the outbound pdu details looking at the layer 2 ethernet frame header destination mac address is right there that is 00d0 .ba8e. 741a our source mac address is in the next field right here is the source mac address we get that once again from the layer 2 frame header. Source MAC address is 00D0.D311.C788. Our source IP address, we change down here to the layer 3 IP packet header. Right here is our source IP address, 172.16.31.5. And our destination IP address, which is the next field, this is the destination IP address. This is the device we are pinging, which is 10.10.10.2. We filled in all our chart. We can go ahead and close the PDU information window and forward our PDU onto the next device. It goes from the .31.5 PC up to switch one. Once it's at switch one, I can go ahead and click on the PDU and start filling in the next line of our chart. We are at device switch one destination MAC address. I'm going to click on the outbound PDU details. Look at our layer two ethernet frame header. Our destination MAC address is right there. 00D0.BA8E.741A. Source MAC address is the next field in our layer two ethernet frame header. That would be right there. 00d0 zero 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 dot d311 dot c788 eight eight. we can get our ip addresses from the layer 3 ip address packet header here is our source ip address once again 172.16.31.5 destination ip address is the next field which is we have our chart all filled in i can go ahead and close the pdu information window and i can forward the pdu on it goes from switch one up to the router gets to the router here i can go ahead and click on it open up our pdu information we are at device router so i can start filling in our chart here router destination mac address i'm going to switch to the outbound pdu stats Looking at our Layer 2 Ethernet frame header, here is our destination MAC address. That f Or 0060.2F84.4AB6. Source MAC address is the next field here in our Layer 2 frame header, which is 00d0.588c.2401 we get our source and destination ip addresses by changing down to our layer three ip packet header here's our source ip address 172.16.31.5 and the next field has our destination ip address 10.10.10.2. two. We have that information filled in. Go ahead and we can close our PDU information window and forward our packet on to the next step in the process. PDU goes on from the router to switch zero. Once it arrives at switch zero, I can go ahead and click on the PDU, opens up our PDU information window. We are at device switch zero. Switch zero. Changing over to the outbound PDU details, we can get our destination MAC address from once again, our layer two ethernet frame header. Here's our destination MAC address, 0060.2F84.4AB6. Source MAC address, next field in our layer two frame header, is 00D0.588C.2401 and we need to get our source and destination IP address so we switch down to our layer 3 IP address or sorry our layer 3 IP packet header here's our source IP address 172.16.31.5 172.16.31.5 and our destination IP address, which is the next field here in our packet header, of 10.10.10.2. We filled in our chart. We can go ahead and close our PDU information window and forward our PDU onto the next device. It goes from switch 0 down here to the access point. Once it receives it there, I can go ahead and click on it. We are at the access point now our destination MAC address and I'm going to switch to the outbound and notice what happens we have been having a layer 2 802.3 Ethernet 2 frame header this entire time but we just changed now to an 802.11 wireless header still at layer 2 But now we can't easily call out what what is our destination and source MAC address. At this point, we're just going to say not available for either one of those. And then we're going to look and see, do we have the source IP address and the destination IP address? We'll scroll down here and here we go. And we do have our layer three IP packet header with our source IP address. Source IP address is 172.16.31.5. Destination IP address once again is the next field, which is 10.10.10.2. We have all that information recorded. Go ahead and close the PDU information window and click forward again. Our PDU has now been sent to both laptops. Both laptops get it in and they look and say, Is that matching my IP address? Is the destination IP address matching mine? The right laptop says no. My IP address is different. I'm 10.10.10.3. It's looking for 10.10.10.2. It's going to get it in and then it's going to delete it. It's gonna discard that. But it also went down to 10.10.10.2. That is the right IP address. And what happens here is I'm going to go ahead and click on the IP header. We're going to look at it. We are at device 10.10.10.2. We can bounce over to the outbound PDU. Once again, we have this 802.11 wireless layer 2 header. And it's real hard to distinguish what the destination and source MAC address is. We're just gonna say not available at this point in time. Not available. And we can scroll down and we can see our layer three IP packet header. Go through our information. Right here is our source IP address. Source IP address is 10.10.10.2. And our destination IP address is the next field, which is 172.16.31. Five. And We have reached our destination. Let's take a quick look at and see what actually happened. I'm going to hit the back button. I'm going to walk the PDU all the way back to the beginning. As we start out here, first thing we do is we're at the starting device, .31.5. We have our destination MAC address. Remember this destination MAC address is not the destination MAC address of our IP version 4. The MAC addresses, the layer two, is responsible for getting information from one network interface to another network interface. Getting it from the PC to the router. The router here is our default gateway. If we look at our diagram, all of this right here, including this interface, the IP address, is one local area network. And if we are communicating any device on that local area network to any device on there, It would be the same mac address same ip address all the way through the destination that's what happened when we went from dot five to dot four when we went from dot five to dot two when we went from dot two to dot three those all stayed the same but now we're going to go from our network the 172.16.31 network over here to the 10.10.10 network those are separate networks so we have to go through a router up here this router has a connection to both of those networks the left network and the right network has a connection in order for this PDU to make it over to the other network we have to go to our default gateway the default gateway is our exit off of our network and it goes to a device that's connected to other networks here in our example like I said router one is connected to both of our networks so to get off of our network we have to go up to this interface this IP address up here This is our default gateway. Once we reach here, the router will get it and then it will route it to its destination, which for our lab here is going out the other port. And so that's what we see. This PDU goes from our PC up to the switch. The switch keeps the same MAC address, same IP address because the switch just simply passes data through. It doesn't have a network interface. Then we hit the forward button, the PDU goes up to the router. At the router now, it went into this IP address. The router then processes that. And if we notice, we now have new destination MAC addresses and we have new source MAC addresses. The source MAC address is now the MAC address of this interface right here. And the destination MAC address is the MAC address of, a, of the laptop where we're going. The MAC address has changed as soon as we went through a network interface, but the IP addresses, they stayed the same. They're they're concerned with end-to-end communication. Go ahead. We will forward the PDU onto the switch. Switch zero. Notice the destination MAC addresses. They all stayed the same along with our IP addresses. They all stayed the same. We forward from the switch to the access point. This is where we now have changed mediums we went from a wired connection to wireless that's different technologies and it takes a different layer too we have to put it on a different medium we have to format that data differently and the way we do that is we change some of our header information our header information doesn't tell us exactly what the destination and source mac address is right away because it needs a different method it's a shared medium and the process going about that is a little bit differently, so we can't quickly identify what the destination and source MAC address is. So we say not available. Our destination, our source and IP, our source IP and destination IP addresses, they still stay the same because we're still layer three is concerned with end-to-end connectivity. Forward it one more time. It goes down to the last PC here. It gets it in gets in the ping request, it processes it, then it makes an echo reply. And the echo reply now goes from the left laptop to the right PC. And notice how the source IP and the destination IP, they have switched because we have to now send that echo reply back to the originator of that echo request. On to part three, our reflection question. First question. Were there different types of cable media used in our in our network to connect the devices? If we look here, and I'm going to change this out of real time to give us a little bit more room to work with. If we look here, what I'm going to do is down here in the bottom left, I'm going to click on this orange lightning bolt that is labeled connections, and it's going to list out all the different connections that's supported here by packet tracer. Let's look at our topology. We we see we have solid black lines. These solid black lines, if you mouse over it, it says they're copper straight through cables. Well, there was copper straight through. Then up here, I'm gonna move it a little bit. We have dotted solid line. Dotted solid, solid line is a copper crossover Then we have this red line. Now this red line's a little deceiving. Notice it's a red straight line. It's not a red lightning bolt. So it's not a serial DTE or serial DCE. It's not that. What it actually is, is what looks like this orange cable right here. If you look at this orange cable, it's actually a red center. And then there's a yellow highlight around the outside. I'm not sure what it's there, but when you take and you drag it up here, it turns into this red solid line. This red line, this red line with a yellow outline, that's fiber. That's our third type of media. And then the fourth type of media here is wireless. And so our answer here is yes, there was definitely there. There was copper, straight through. There was copper crossover. There was fiber and wireless so we had four different types of cables here technically three types of media copper fiber and wireless question two did the cables change the handling of the pdu in any way when the pdu went through these different cables did it change so we went through a copper straight through when we went through a copper crossover when we changed to fiber when we changed to wireless No, they all basically handled them the same. They got them in. They looked at the MAC addresses. They looked at destination addresses. They figured out what the next network interface is. they, They reformed them. So they did not change the handling of that. Did the hub lose any information that it received? When it got information in on the hub, did it lose any information? No, the Hub is not a smart device. It gets information in on one port, and then it forwards it out on all other ports. Even if it's a unicast message, it forwards it out on all those ports, except for the port it received it in it. But it did not lose any information. Question four. What does the Hub do with MAC addresses and IP addresses when it gets in a PDU? It doesn't look at any of the MAC addresses. It doesn't look at any of the IP addresses. It simply passes it on. It does nothing with that. Our answer for number four here is nothing. It does nothing at all. Question five Did the wireless access point do anything with the information it was given? When we went from the right PC to the left laptop, we went up here, we went to the router, we came down to the switch, we got to the access point. What did it do with that information? Remember, we changed it from a Layer 2 Ethernet frame to a wireless Layer 2 packet. or Sorry, Wireless Layer 2 frame. So yes, it did do something. It repackaged. It as wireless 802.11 frames. Question six. Was any Mac or IP address lost during the wireless transfer? No, we didn't lose any of that information. Question seven. What was the highest OSI layer that the hub and access point used? What was the highest OSI layer that the hub and access point used? The hub got information in. It didn't look at the layer 2 MAC address. didn't look at layer 3. All it looked at was layer 1. When the access point got information in, all it did was repackage it. And so that was layer 1 also. So the whole highest layer it looked at was layer 1. Question eight, did the hub or access point ever replicate a PDU that was rejected with an X? Now, once again, we talked about how the hub and the access point, they repeated the information out of all their ports or to all their devices, and it didn't pay attention to whether or not it was for that device or not. It sent it out. The hub sent out, when it got in that packet here, when it got in that PDU, it got Got it in here to the hub. It simply repeated it out every port. When it it got to the end device, it looked at the IP address. The IP address was wrong. It rejected it. It deleted it. Same thing with the access point. Access point sent it out to both laptops, looked at the IP address, didn't match the 10.10.10.3 address, so it rejected it. The answer for 8 is yes. It definitely rejected it question nine when examining the pdu details tab which mac address appeared first the source or destination when we looked at the mac addresses when we looked at the pdu details and what i'm going to do here is i'm going to go into simulation mode quick i'm going to go ahead i'm going to start a ping again up arrow start there go ahead and minimize this We now have a PDU here. It's it's almost in black. Yours is gonna be a different color. But if I go ahead and I click on it, in the PDU Details tab, the outbound here, which MAC address appeared first? The destination MAC address appears first, then it's the source. So the destination MAC address appeared first. Question 10, why would the MAC address appear in this order? Why would the destination come first and then the source? Well, it has to do with how that switch operates. Remember, one of the modes of the switch, one of the modes of switching on that switch is passing it through. As soon as I get in a minimal minimal amount of information, I'm going to start forwarding. So I'm going to get that traffic through as quick as possible. As soon as I get that MAC address in, that destination, I'm going to send it out. That's why that destination is first in there. A switch can begin forwarding a frame to a known MAC address more quickly if the destination MAC address is listed first. There we go. Was there a pattern to the MAC addresses in the simulation? I'm gonna scroll up here quickly. I'm gonna look at these MAC addresses. Now, right here doesn't look like there's any real pattern. The source and destination, well, they kinda matched a little at the beginning, but. For the most part, none of those matched. Scrolling up here, looking at our other tables, none of these really matched. And so as far as we can see, there's really no pattern here to these MAC addresses. And that's how it is in in the real world, is your MAC addresses, they're, they're not gonna match at all. There's gonna be no pattern to them. And so there was no pattern. 12. the switches ever replicate a PDU that was rejected with a red X every time a switch got an information it sent it out did you notice it only sent it out one port and it was to the correct thing that's because of the ARP lookup it 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 knows what device is connected there if if they get in that PDU and it's destined for that device on that port it'll send it out there but if it's not that device on that port it's not going to send it out any one of these devices, they didn't have to delete or reject any of these PDUs from the switch because the switch sent the correct ones out there. The answer to 12 is no. 13, every time that the PDU is sent between the 10 network and the 172 network, there was a point where the MAC addresses suddenly changed. Why did that occur? What we're talking about is when we ping from the right PC to the left laptop, we went through this process. We marched through these devices. And along here, one of these devices, those MAC addresses changed. Those MAC addresses changed. Why did it change? Because it went into a a network interface. It went into a NIC. They processed it. The routing protocol said to get to this destination, we're going to send there. That MAC address is as concerned with network or network interface to network interface communications. Thirteen. It occurred at the router here. Those sun change in MAC addresses because the frame made it to its destination MAC address went into the router, processed it, and now all of a sudden we had to get new MAC addresses to use there. Question 14. Which device uses the MAC address that starts with 00D0BA? Well, let's go up here and look in our table. 00D0BA. Starts with, oh, right here. 00D0BA. That's the destination MAC address. Destination MAC address, well, it's not here. Where is it going? This is where we made the sun change. That means that this MAC address made it to router. It's on the router here. And then because it made it there, we now need to change that. We can confirm this if we go over to the main packet tracer window and mouse over router one. We can see if we look at the MAC address column in the far right, 00D0BA, the start of that MAC address, is actually fast Ethernet 10 there. That is the interface on the router that is on the 172.16.31 network. That is the default gateway for the 172.16.31 network. The router uses that MAC address. What devices did other MAC addresses belong to? As we look at all those other MAC addresses we have in the table, what devices did they belong to? Well, they belong to a whole bunch of them, but what they were is where they were to the sender and the receiver MAC addresses. sending and receiver devices. Question 16. Did the sending and receiving IP version 4 addresses change fields in any of the PDUs? If we go up here and look at any all of our charts here, did the source and destination sending and receiving IP addresses change? No, it did not change. It changed in the last one here because it did reach its destination the destination then processed it and created an echo reply that echo reply is going back in the opposite direction that's why these IP addresses changed and that's for looking at data that changes networks data on the same network those IP addresses all stayed the same and once again once they reach their destination they create the echo reply source and destination changed Down here, did the sending and receiving IP version four addresses change in any of the fields? No, they did not. Question 17, when you follow the reply to a ping sometimes called a Pong, I call it a knuckle reply because that's what it's called. Do you see the sending and receiving addresses switch? Yes, we've seen them switch because now they need to make the opposite journey. Question 18, what is the pattern to the IP4 addressing used in this simulation. If we look here, I'm gonna change into real time here. If we look at our topology in our main packet tracer window, we can see that these IP addresses are all very similar at the beginning that are on this segment all the way up to this router. Even if we mouse over it, we can see that Ethernet 10 is 172.16.31.1. They all start with 172.16.31.1. It is our local area network. Over here we have 10.10.2, 10.10.10.3. Also over our router we can see that fast Ethernet 0 slash 0 is 10.10.10.1. They all start with the 10.10.10 octets in the first three octets that signifies that this here is another network routers are the only devices that connect up two separate networks and so they have to have two different network portions if you have a switch or a hub or an access point they just simply extend your existing local area network they simply extend that ip address family at that point in time yes there was a pattern identified the different networks. Question 19, why do different IP networks need to be assigned to different ports? Well, we just talked about that. They need to be able to route between those networks. And so they have to be on different networks. The function of a router, Is to enter, connect different IP networks. There we go. Last question, question 20. If this simulation was configured with IP version six instead of IP version four, what would be different? Well, let's think about this in terms of the OSI model. Layer one is the physical layer. Would we have to change any of our connections in here if we use ip version 6 instead of ip version 4. we can still use copper straight through we can still use fiber we can still use copper crossovers we can still use wireless but we don't have to change any of that layer 2 the mac addresses mac addresses all stay the same because you really you can't change that those are burned into the hardware layer 3 is where we're making our change from ip version 4 to ip version 6. layer 4 we're identifying what Applications we are, we have our logical port numbers. Port 80 is HTTP traffic. We won't have to change any of that. Layers seven, six, and five. We don't have to change our our web browser. We don't have to change our compression. We don't have to change between JPEGs and GIFs or GIFs, however you pronounce them. We don't have to do that. And so the only change we would have to do is at layer three. We'd have to change IP version four, to IP version six at layer three and change nothing else. And once again, that's the beauty of the OSI model. You can change one layer, you can change one technology. You don't have to change the rest of it. And so that's the end of Packet Tracer Lab 9.1.3 Identify MAC and IP addresses. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There, you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin, this is KevTechify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.